Okay, week three of January Bachelor Glob. What? <laughs> Just what an episode. Yeah, what an episode. You know, I actually listened to another Bachelor podcast that said that they thought this was like a super boring episode, but I find myself, I'm more into it. Like, I was pretty lukewarm about this season and I feel far, my feelings have progressed as far as, not maybe not as far as crystals, but certainly I'm excited. You're still invested in this journey. I'm invested in this journey. I would say I'm like, I'm like a typical week three, but, but last week I was, I was trailing behind. So something yeah. happened in this episode to make me invested. I don't know. It wasn't. I, not a lot happened. Week three is always kind of my favorite of The Bachelor. Week three and four. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would say Ari showed a lot of life in this episode. Okay, yeah. Let me pause right there and clarify. I actually hate Ari. <laughs> You've now. swayed to. I've swung so far in the other direction. He's terrible. I used to think he was attractive and I no longer do. His um, mannerisms, outfit choices, the way he stands, his posture now bothers me. Um, the way he kisses, just it's it's nearing more of a level of disgust, <laughs> which maybe correlates to my now like level of an interest in the show. Ari's physicality doesn't necessarily present me with any. Uh, feelings of disgust, but, um, I do have criticisms. I have feedback for him on his filler, like his listening language and conversation. Um, like to have some, would that be the feedback? It's like, he definitely has some, he has some things that he will say to keep a conversation going. Like what? Well, I mean, he, he does some active listening, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He does that. Um, but so the then, bare minimum of just human-human. But instead of asking nary a follow-up question, he will echo back a, a generality, like, that sounds hard. You grew up fast. Uh, yeah, he doesn't do a good job of, like, summarizing to motivate. No. Um, he doesn't wrap yeah, he gives no – he's not really an active – I don't really think he's listening. He does no – and I think that I perhaps have had this um, this critique of every Bachelor, maybe most men, is that he doesn't do much work in a conversation to keep the conversation yes. alive. It's, he lets a girl monologue, which is an easy trap – into it's what we saw with Lauren S. Lauren S. It's something that took me so long to do is to just be okay with silence in a conversation and try to make the other person feel uncomfortable if they're not doing their part. Um, but yeah, he's not he's not leading the dance of <laughs> in, in, even a simple conversation. Um, no, and you're very right. well. You're right but, about two things. You are very good at that. <laughs> um, but. I think he 
Um, I think it's because he's also bad at feigning interest in women he's not actually interested in, which in general I think is a fairly good quality to have as a bachelor because it makes for more interesting television and he's making cuts, which is good and decisive. He's finally showing some level of like personality for sure, but he does or, or excuse me, preference. Um, Cause at first it was just sort of like, just a blanket. Like I like humans with boobs and now it, there's a little bit more of a discernment there, but uh, yeah, he is not a good bachelor. I, I'm, I'm fully in that camp now. And because my, my qualities that create a good bachelor are one that they have some some sort of charisma, but they, they, they give the audience some level of mystery. And he is so clear as to who he's into and who he's not into. He does, he doesn't give anything to any of these conversations really. And like you said, there is a, that can be good TV viewing because it allows the woman to either show restraint and, some like allow herself some level of mystery like at all at Chelsea or you pull Lauren S which is by all like I have no doubt that's exactly the road I would have taken and just like tried to fill the conversation with things and poor sweet beautiful Lauren S who is probably a lovely person and seems like super self-aware because she was like I couldn't stop myself yes. editing <laughs> made her look like a bumbling idiot where he was just sitting there cutting his steak and not giving her a fucking bone. Yeah. That's also a bachelor first is that he appeared to be eating <laughs> during, um, not a good sign their meal. Right. Not yeah. a good sign. Um, yeah. and they got no background music for their convo, which meant like, well, it was obviously not going to go anywhere. Contrast with the charisma of Kenny who came out for the wrestling. Missed uh, Kenny. <laughs> Yeah, here's here's a guy who knows how to light up a room. Yeah, and I wish they had – I kept kind of thinking he was going to have, like, a little cameo. He didn't even say anything to the camera, so they they missed the boat on that. Maybe that was, like, a little teaser, and Kenny will be back at some point. I think he'd be a great bachelor. Yeah, I was watching with um, Steven, and he was like, why wasn't this guy the bachelor? I was like, I know. And all the Great women, question. everyone's like, oh, like he's like, he's definitely like bachelor, like royalty. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Just made me think of like, God damn, it makes me so pissed when I think about all the choices they had and why did they go back and choose fucking Ari from five years ago? Eric, Eric would have been so good. Peter would have even been better, even though he's sort of a wet blanket a little bit, but anyway. Well, they've got some good girls. Let's, who, yeah. who gets your, um. Who gets your rose tonight? Who, what girl do you think was the MVP of this episode? I mean, it depends on what criteria I'm using. Um, who had, who were the two dates? It was Becca or Lauren asked who went home. There's only one one-on-one and that was with Lauren S and there's two group dates. I'll tell you who I want to give the rose to poor Annalise. Oh, who, not because she deserves it, but because 
of the humiliation she must feel after that episode when literally she is the only person he did not want to kiss. <laughs> you want to give her a pity rose. I want to give her the pity rose. Yeah. And a hug. Either she is and afraid like of everything. Um, or at the beginning of the season, the producers asked them, what are your fears? And she said, dogs <laughs> and bumper cars. <laughs> and I just have almost no sympathy for either of those fears. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, and yes, she had her sh- dress cut down to her navel. She really came out to play and he, he treated her with all the polite distance that you would treat someone else's great aunt that you had to be seated next to at a Thanksgiving that you accepted an invite to with little <laughs> desire to actually um, attend. Um, yeah, she, I mean, I hope this isn't the end of these reenactments, but um, I'm starting to grade more on strategy and she did not have a good strategy. Well, no, I, and what she lacks, which you, it's like your fatal flaw is confidence. She has had zero confidence. She fell into the trap of like comparing herself to everybody. And then after the like she ha- she has inability to pull herself out of the- a dark place and you have to remain above the fray she got sucked down into like the whirlpool of self doubt and did i do- you know did i does he think of me in this way because i cried on the bumper car date and am i you know as- also the other thing she has the other check mark in the con column for her is that she's over 30. True. He does not seem to be doing well with the over 29 um, Set. crowd. <laughs> yeah. Blue hairs. Yeah. <laughs> the Red Hat Society. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think, so if there's another way to look at it in that she tried out a strategy that has worked for some women in the past and it didn't work this time, which is crying, which to be fair. What it worked for it's worked as a as a way to extend one's duration on the show, not necessarily to win. Um, but Kelsey Poe faked a panic attack. Um, yeah, uh, Tara Sparkle Eyebrows. Tara, Tiara, Tiara. Mm-hmm. Her name. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she had a similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Create a little scene. I had a very hard time that she, I have a very hard time believing that she was not able to just fake it and not have a meltdown about too very innocuous situation. Like those dogs weren't threatening her. She, she would have been fine. No, I don't not say anything. No, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think I would want to hang out with her in real life. Like I think if a healthy fear of dogs is, is, acceptable um claire has a very healthy fear of dogs and i think that if you have a traumatic experience as a child when an animal that is like the size of like a horse to an adult you know like the the relative size difference and like fangs that can be traumatic but none of her stories that she uses as evidence for her some puppies jump um, on her PTSD. Yeah, are like 
that's not, you can't just be scared of everything, sweet, sweet Annalise. Like, yeah, I would venture to say like 90% of children have some traumatic experience with a dog uh, just because you don't know how to act. A dog is bigger than you. Um, I certainly have, but you get over it. (laughs) Um, They're unpredictable. Yes. They're unpredictable. Um, And then you move on and then your parents hopefully teach you how to behave around dogs because it's, it's, you're, you're going to face dogs in the world. You can't these be were, afraid of these them. These were small poodles. Yeah. These were <laughs> yes. ostensibly like, yeah, dogs that could have, or that like were, were trainable. Either these women were terrible dog trainers or they gave them like no treats. Treats. I don't know what was happening. They seemed kind of fine. And then in the show, it was a terrible date. Um, I also did not appreciate Chelsea's take on it of it oh was really God. hard for me to be around a playground, to be around children, children. Um, and oh to God, be sorry. around dogs. Now, I'm not a parent yet. Um, I'm just, but I, my, I will say my judgment is shouldn't be that hard for you to be around children. I am a parent. <laughs> I'm also a single parent. And I'm also a single parent that has to like spend time away from my child. So I really tried because I was like, okay, don't be judgy just because you kind of automatically don't like her. Um, like put yourself in her position. Would that be something? Like it, it would make me be like, oh, I miss Louie. But it wouldn't make me sh- – she is blatantly using this yes. as like a, a way to or, – or like as evidence that she deserves – more time, more attention, more, um, like consideration given that it was hard for her to be at the park because she is a mom. Ostensibly you're thinking about your child all the time. And, um, if if not more, when you have no distractions, it's not like, Oh, I suddenly choosing to leave your child for eight weeks to go on a reality TV show. Yeah. Um, my most generous thought is, all right, then she's going to parlay it into a hustling Instagram career and make some money for her kid's college fund or whatever. Um, that's the most generous, generous. I can be about um, these asset-based thinking. It, there. You know, parents on the show don't bother me unless they choose to use it as like something somebody else should feel guilty A negotiating about. tool. A negotiating tool. Um, and she <laughs> very blatantly does because she said later – I think he understands that because I'm a, he asked me first because he asked her to go have like a little one-on-one time on the group date. You remember that after, Mm -hmm. yeah, he asked her to leave, which was very interesting. I did want to point that out. That doesn't, that rarely happens that the bachelor chooses somebody to go talk to. But anyway, she was like her take on that, which obviously both she and Crystal have the weirdest, like, Sense of interpretations. No, they have like the weirdest interpretations oh. of their conversations with Ari. But she was like, he clearly did that because he knows I'm a mom and like my time is really valuable. On the flip side, as soon as you play that card, it serves as a very easy excuse for you to be sent home. Of, it is risky. I don't want to waste your time. So she must have some confidence in the play. She should. Um, I, I think she's definitely one of his like front runners. I think he really likes her. What was hilarious about that conversation was they were on two different wavelengths about what it meant. She was trying to convey it was difficult for me to be around children. And he, before she could get to that point, he goes, I love dogs. 
Um, <laughs> and then she goes, and I love dogs with the passion of someone who doesn't really ever interact or think about dogs, but wants to um, get in with, with him. With someone who likes dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. She is, <clears throat> she's a funny duck. And it, it's interesting how she sort of was kind of made out in the first episode to be the, like she was going to be the villain or the, the easy target for the women to hate. And she has taken backseat on that because of Crystal. Oh, Crystal. Who I think is the best villain a show could have. Oh yeah. They perfect casting like a true, a true Bravo to ABC. They did a great job. Um, They did a great job finding someone who has an annoying personality. It's even, it's just like extra credit to find somebody who has an annoying voice too. Um, And who manipulates their voice to make it sound even worse than it already does. I usually like a husky voice in my own estimation. I sound, and this is not true, but I sound like um, Elaine. Catherine. Um, who's Chandler's mom on? Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. <laughs> I always think that I sound like her and that that's like a cool voice. I know having heard my voice enough that I have a normal pitch for a female. Um, but yeah, she could have a cool voice. She just makes it sound so much worse by ha- having the baby I was abused voice. Um, sorry, that was a controversial thing to say, That's but a take that we a private take that I shouldn't have shouldn't have revealed. Um, whatever. Whatever. Um, but um what I will say in Crystal's favor and to my chagrin, I thought Ari was not into her. He very much appears to be feeling her for now. His yes. statement do you know how hard it is for to be with to have you in a group yes. with other women? Made me feel super gross. Did not like it. She and loved it. She, well, clearly, She's like, really, is it? Oh man, she gives me a physical reaction. <laughs> and then, um, what what should I do? Should I like be aggressive? And I think when she said that, he realized what he had done. Yeah, he did answer very diplomatically, like, just be yourself. Just be yourself, which she took to mean, like... I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, like, come to my room later with condoms. Um, I hope she, that happens. I don't think they have... Never mind, I was going to say, I don't think they need condoms, um, because I know that they make them get tested for STDs, but then I realize that they can prevent preg- pregnancy, pregnancy. Too. <laughs> yeah. They also make them get IUDs and... <laughs> They mod- they line them up like a psych ward to make sure they're taking <laughs> their pill in the morning. And if there someone's cheeking it, no, wouldn't you? If you were on the show, you'd be taking the pill continuously so that you didn't have your period while you were there. That's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, I think they're taking precautions, but also Crystal. Well, Crystal. Never mind. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. That <laughs> Were you going to say she'd be the type to get pregnant? Yes! On yes! Oh my God. I know. Because she doesn't have a family and she wants to create that stability. We're just going to go down more horrible stereotypes. I know, right? just stereotype after stereotype uh, in this feminist friendly podcast. Um, no, I, I want to talk about Crystal because she is, oh yeah, back to her being like the best villain or the thing that, that gets her 
to that status is that she's not trying. This is truly who she is. She's not a calculated Courtney Robinson. She's not a Corinne where there's a level of, is she doing this for like Instagram followers? She knows what she's doing. Like she has a level of self-awareness here. Crystal's no. an idiot. I mean, clearly the producers are feeding the, she's not just saying these extemporaneously. Like, yes. But I mean, she's being asked, she's it's being asked questions, yeah. but um, no, there's no meta level of like, I'm doing this as a strategy and I know in the back, I'm in on the joke. Um, she's not, it doesn't necessarily make it better because I think my baseline expectation is that you have some self-awareness and level of doubt about the, the process. Um, but as, but you know, she's, she's really shooting herself in the foot by being condescending to the other girls because she met his dog. Um, just <laughs> a great, a great line. A great line. Um, oh my God. The best crystal is when she starts, like she can't help herself when she's like talking to the group and becomes sort of like mother superior. Like <laughs> when she's, does everybody, does, has everybody felt, does everybody felt like they got enough time? You really have to make these for your time and make sure that when you're there, you're really like, well, like that's not her voice at all. Her voice is like, and, like, and she was like, I really worry about Lauren S because she's told me she has a hard time being vulnerable. And in this situation, you just really have to put yourself out there. God, I feel like I know somebody like her in me real too, life. Because but- when she started talking about how difficult her life was because what trauma she's experienced because girls don't like her because they are afraid that she's going to steal their boyfriends. Oh my God. That's how I feel about Becca, not about crystal yeah um <laughs> becca steal your man um nana. yeah and we need to have some combos about becca because that woman is the master player this of crystal in terms of self-curation and self-awareness she becca is, is playing the game so good you win or you die um and it, I, she's an actress. That's how she's doing so well. She's a method actor, and she's she moved. She moved to LA to become an actress and got a nanny and gig on the time. And this is her performance. And she's just got her head so in the game, and she's doing a great job of that. That's the only explanation I have for being so composed, so ready with the perfect lines. Um, her analysis of why oh my God. is a level of <laughs> a level of commentary that I I've I've never seen on The Bachelor. Um of so her, layered. Where she puts herself in the position of power and Ari being a simple man likes to be told that he ha- is has this other layer that he's not aware of. He's he like you're blowing my up. mind. <laughs> Did he really say that? He said you're blowing my mind right now. Because he, she said, you like women who need you. Maybe that's why you like moms. Which in one fell swoop, she was feeding two birds, one scone on there. With that scone? <laughs> that was a, that's an old Tim Cooper line. Oh my God. Feeding two birds with one scone. She both gave him that like depth that he does not have, but wanted to feel like he did. And sort of shaded Chelsea. 
Yes. Who is a fellow front runner. Such a masterful move. She studied. She, she must have studied the, the show, um, although she would have been in literal high school when Emily's season came out. Maybe she oh my gosh. watched beforehand. Her tour. Remember when she when he asked her how long her longest relationship was, and she said, I don't know, like two or three years. Like she knows exactly to the month how long all of her relationships have been because if she broke up with someone yesterday <laughs> and she had a three-year relationship, that relationship started when she was 19. Yes. And that didn't happen. Uh, that was clearly like a, oh yeah, we started dating like halfway through sophomore year and like broke up when we went, like when we started freshman year of college. Aye, aye, aye with this one. Um, yeah. And we're teased with the little preview from next week about how he asks her how old she is. And she's like, or he, she says, do you know how old I am or something? Which is why... Again, apparently they haven't been putting her age, which we know from the internet is 22, but. 22, like the Taylor Swift song. Even her answer to why they broke up was very calculated of like, and we were in love, but you know, you feel after you break up, you feel this sense of relief um, that it just wasn't the right one. Um, like, Although it's kind of a risky move as well because it sort of makes I'm you not that serious. Like you don't have that that you thought you were so in love, but you didn't know until after you broke up. Like so, then you could kind of just say, "Well, maybe you don't know yourself very well." And, and is this going to be one of those things where you think you're into it, but you're not? I don't think he read well, into no. that, but yes, I I also thought I was like, hmm, I don't know if that's how I would play it, but it goes very much along with her. Um, I'm breezy. Uh, it, it's true to character. And didn't he ask her, do you want to get married? Like, did so. he ask her that this time or was that in a preview? No, he did. Do you remember what she said? Uh, ostensibly, yes. But I think she said, I think she like pivoted. I think she was like, is that, are you asking me that because of something? Right. Or she was kind of like, of course, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. The woman is, I, I don't know if I can remember. I can't recall someone who is better equipped. The other thing about her is she also presents herself as like a nice girl or like kind of. Homegirl talks some shit. Like yeah. when she, she's like, it's acting, you guys. <laughs> also, the, when I, when it, the nail, that, nail in the coffin for me about Baka. And why I hate her. <laughs> oh, you're not a her, fan? <laughs> no, I'm not a fan. Her um, intense willingness to go along with the wrestling date and to oh. get into character. She's an actress. It was such an uncomfortable... Can we talk about that for a minute? Can we pivot? To the glob date? Pivot. Yes, to the glob date, which made me feel physically cringed out i was like coldness through my ice in my veins thinking about if i had to be on that date and those women who had there was no resolution to that like those hardened leathered women like just talking being really mean for no reason super mean to bibiana and uh tia and then there was nothing there was no follow-up there was no moment of like catharsis like 
we're just trying to, or anything. It just was like they cried and then they came back in the ring. Those ladies were gone. No, they didn't give an explanation like this is boot camp and we're going to try to, I knew what they were trying to do was to make them mad and and be like, this is the theatricality of um, fake wrestling. Um, But they underestimated the power of a millennial to just remove themselves from something they don't want to (laughs) do. Uh, yeah, well, I thought them asking Bibiana if her mother knew how to spell was racist. Like, have you ever heard a name outside of, um, like, white culture? Yeah, before? and, like, obviously the – I think the insult they were going for is, like, that's a dumb name, not, yeah. like, can your mom spell? Right. Which is, like, it, you're not saying there's a, there's a correct way to spell Bibiana, right. and she didn't spell it right. Right. No, obviously. Like – couldn't she, yeah like I it mean, was the the subtext was that's a weird name that's a weird um, name yeah which not a, not an insult to pull crystal's a weirder name than bibiana for christ's sake um both of them both of their reactions i felt like the crying maybe was a little bit intense but both of their reactions to kind of be like is anybody else what the like, this fuck is weird right yeah was such a such an appropriate response way more appropriate in my mind than becca who was like cool sex kitten Whoosh! like slapping her and, and like doing you know getting into character she was very ready you're right she is the daniel day lewis of this bachelor. <laughs> yes and i but unlike daniel day lewis i did not see her retiring this is not her last this is no phantom threat it's not her last um performance no no you think she's gonna she'll be in paradise right i hope so when do you think becca and crystal are gonna get the boot because i don't think they're going to the final four you don't think they're going to the final four even I don't think, I think Crystal's going to make it very far. Crystal's going to shoot. Crystal's going to be her own worst enemy. She's going to trip herself up and she'll be gone. I would say like three episodes from now. I think they both will make it far enough to go travel internationally. <clears throat> yeah. Well, they, well, I was going to say they travel next, but they go to Tahoe next week. But mm-hmm. if they go to Tahoe next week, they maybe only have one other domestic stop before they go international. So yeah. maybe in three episodes. And they Crystal's go a lot of places this season. From, or too close to the sun. Ah, yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, melt her wings. And that will be great. And she'll probably also be on Paradise. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, she's kind of... Um, I think Becca makes it further, though. Yeah, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if Becca made it to the final four. We shall see. If I had to guess right now, if I had to, you didn't ask me this, but I'm going to just answer my own question. If I was to pull the final four right now, it would be both Becca's, Chelsea, and Tia. Yeah. Tia, I can see getting a bachelorette edit. That's what I've been thinking about now is who, who might be the bachelorette. Um, I like Tia. Yeah, Tia's, Tia's got the raven charm. She's very charming. Yeah, she's very charming. Very she's pretty. She's got self-deprecation. Also, I love that her and Bibiana were wasted drinking that wine <laughs> midday and decided to pray for <laughs> pray for their souls, which I really appreciate as a, as a, uh, a day drunk thing um, to yeah. do. I thought that was funny. Um, any other? Oh, just really briefly, the Marik and Mikkel, um, or no, not Marik and Mikkel. Marie and whatever Lauren that was, Lauren. the sexual um, softcore porn. <laughs> yeah, all I have to say, I guess, is that made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't like yeah. it. Noted. Yes, checkmark. I also agree. Who was, was in the aud- Who was the audience for that? Do you think that they were doing that intentionally, or did that just come off that way? 
I think they were doing it intentionally. Really? Yes. She gingerly f- turned her over. <laughs> you think that they might have just happened to? Um, I just thought they were bad at the acting part of it, and it just ended up being like, "Oh, I don't like, want to hurt your back," or just like we, because to do so would like to have to get into character, but otherwise, all of those movements done at like forty percent commitment then sort of become like sexual because they're soft. It's like I don't know. It was super creepy. I wouldn't have wanted to go on either of these groups this week. No, this is no, no, no. I don't. Again, I don't even know why I like this show so much. All of a sudden, like this season, I just got really into it, and it was like pretty bad TV last night. Two things, though, to note: one, did you notice Ari's outfit at the wrestling date? Yes, he dressed like um, Mugatu. A wannabe cool kid at the prom. Um, I think that's like what my prom date wore. It was like all black and converse. And like what? a polka dot tie though. Like it was so like. Was that Mugatu from Zoolander? From Zoolander or like oh. Ducky from Pretty in Pink. Like he looked like a, oh God, it was so bad. And then hit, that's where I noticed his stooped posture. <laughs> yeah. And what they had him do, like the. He was, he's so unathletic and so unconfident. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gleaning from him. He is sort of a, oh God, wet noodle. I don't know, in personality and in physicality. Is athleticism important to you in a suitor? I think it kind of is, or at least like the look of it. (laughs) You may not be able to like shoot a basketball, but like, can you look believable? Yeah, like, I think it's more of the confidence, the way you hold yourself rather than mm. when you actually, like, throw a tight spiral. <laughs> Great example. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously Kenny was going to win that match, but Ooh. Ari really... Um, he just seems like, yeah, like he has, like, soft hands. Like, they feel like raw chicken. Well, he, wear- he wears those... Uh, driving gloves when he races so they're probably well protected at least he can drive i dated a guy in college who was a nervous driver and i'm ashamed to say that it really he got like flustered easily and i'm ashamed that i was i'm not like progressive enough that it really bothered me i was like no he had like just gotten his license um, like six months before and was like still kind of learning to drive. And I remember thinking like, I can't be the better driver in a relationship. I only have one good eye um, and like a short attention span. I can't be like, I just want to sit in the passenger seat and like go to sleep and like put your head on her shoulder and like be like the, the little woman that he's driving around on Sunday afternoon. Not even, yeah, just driving with Let's Daisy. Let's go to the country, ma. Like, I hate driving. I love being driven around so much. I would accept yeah, a ride from anyone at any time, anywhere. If I could just be driven, like if my like mom was still, yeah, if my mom was still carpooling me to work in my thirties, I'd be fine with that. Absolutely, with with no shame whatsoever. So I couldn't, I couldn't hang had, with it. If you could have one service given to you, like provided like a rich person service, would it be a chauffeur? Or do, no. would you rather have, like, a chef or a masseuse? 
Uh, it would be someone to clean my house. Um, yeah. Luckily, Stephen is already so willing to drive me <laughs> around, and he likes Next driving. <laughs> makes, that uh, makes me, yeah, me sound no. terrible and him sound like a saint, but it's kind of true. I guess um, Ari can drive a race car, which... And a motorcycle. That's kind of hot. Yeah. But, but I he's mean, not... He has no qualities. That let's see his like jump him. shot before we... Oh, man, I'd take a jump shot over a fucking race car any day. Yeah, especially since we know that he's not good at racing. Yeah, right? Good point. I mean, hopefully he's good at something. I think hopefully he's good at selling million-dollar listings in in Scottsdale. I think he's gone back to his real job, which is nice. Um, He posted something on Instagram um, that was like, just sold my first house of 2018. Good thing I don't have to sell flat tummy tea. So, oh, he, oh, look at him being self-aware. That's kind of cute. Yeah, and making fun of the franchise. Yeah, we should. Um, I wonder if he's going to sell any of that woman who owned half of Scottsdale on Airbnb. Oh my god! I wonder if they're going to do any deals together. She really had an empire. Um, I hope we have more. I, I hope we see more of Scottsdale. I'd love to go back. I would love to get a shot of that hospital that's still sending me seventy-five dollar bills for gauze pads. Oh my god! On that one ambulance trip. I would love to just go eat at more restaurants that aren't chains, but feel like chains. Yes, I love that description of it. They all felt like a chain restaurant. It's because they're all in facades of strip malls that have, like, all of, they're all, like, similarly stuccoed. Yeah. With the roofs that are, what are those roofs called? Those, like, tile. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't Tile or whatever. I don't know what they're called. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's got a Scots... Ari's got a Scottsdale personality. Um, yes. I bet he does well there. I wonder if he gets tan. He is tan, isn't he? I don't know. There's some orange shots I feel like I've seen of him. Ari would know, be like whatever. a million times less attractive if he had brown eyes. It's really the light eyes, brown hair thing that's selling him right now. It is a combo I like. But yeah, I wonder what he would look like with a shorter haircut. This is very trivial now, but um, really I'm just trying. I'm just trying to drill down more on like what what is it about him that is so attractive or was so attractive. There um, was something that time. was super attractive about him in Emily's season, and I believe it is confidence. And now it is and, the thing that he and does small not doses, have. and he, we only got him in smaller doses. Was and remember, remember the move he pulled when she was like, I'm so, so sorry. I'm not in love with you. And he got up from the bench and was like, yes. cool, bye. Yes. And not like a rude way, but in no. like a, you don't have to say anything at all. Um, yes. yes. Perfectly His, played. It is a testament, I believe, to the power of an edit on this show that mm-hmm. I could like someone so much in one season. And by all, by all, like, you know, in all probability, he hasn't changed his full on personality. And now I don't like him yeah well at least we have some girls that are compelling to watch um okay well r.i.p bibiana oh R.I.P. So sad Annalise. Annalise. <laughs> um r.i.p lauren s yeah oh yeah two out of rose ceremony yeah uh, axes which means i was wrong about expecting a two-on-one with bibiana and crystal We'll yeah, I'm, Bibiana will Bibs will def def be in Mexico. This yeah, week. or Winter Games. No, I don't know if the Cavs. They can do that. 
I don't know. Probably not. When does that start? February. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, yes. Goodbye, Bibiana. Gorgeous Bibiana. I think she's so fucking beautiful. I really like her. Um, and yeah, hopefully this continues in a, in the same trajectory of interest in the show and, uh, disinterest in Ari. It's, it's all the same journey for me. All right. Until the next rose petal falls. <laughs>